Hello, listeners, and welcome to the One Small Thing Wellness Podcast. My name is James Rogers, and I am your host. This is the podcast where we examine and talk about how by making very small, incremental, and intentional changes to our daily lives, we can expect to see some pretty significant benefits that can really add up over time. Before we dive into today's episode, if you could do me one small favor and hit the subscribe or follow button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, if you like what you hear on today's episode, please feel free to share it with your friends. We're trying to organically grow our listener base, and we are looking for listeners. So the topic I've chosen for this episode is how to stop feelings of regret. Do you find yourself ruminating on regret? Are the what-ifs and the shoulda, woulda, couldas taking over your thoughts? Is regret preventing you from living a life of fulfillment, joy, and greater health? both mentally and physically? Well, before we continue, I should add that this one hits close home to me as I've periodically found myself either beating myself up for things I did in the past that I wish I hadn't done or for things I didn't do that I wish I had done. So if living with regrets is something that you can relate to or identify with, then it's time to take back control. Regret can rob us of our resources, precious energy that could be used in healthier ways, But with the right outlook and strategies, we can move beyond feeling guilt for past mistakes or missed opportunities towards embracing confidence about our current self-care efforts. So how can we break free from the burdens of regret? Well, we can begin by considering one small thing, by reframing the past and starting to write a new story today so we can live a more energized and fulfilling life. So number one, realize that you did what was right at that moment in time. In other words, when thinking back on past decisions, realize that you made the best decision that you could in that time with the knowledge that you had then. When we look into the past, we fall into the trap of what is sometimes called hindsight bias, also known as the I knew it all along phenomenon. This is the tendency to believe that an event was more predictable after the fact. Essentially, we overestimate our ability to predict the outcome of an event after we already know the outcome. For example, after a stock market crash, you may hear people say, I knew that was going to happen, even though they did not predict it beforehand. And here's the danger with the bias. It severely affects how we view our own past decisions. And this leads us to believing that we should have known better or made different decisions when in reality, we could not have predicted the outcome at that time. Now, the impact of hindsight bias on our mental health can be significant. When we fall prey to this bias, we feel negative emotions such as regret, guilt, and shame. And these negative emotions can be very harmful because they lead us to dwell on our past mistakes, which prevents us from moving forward in a positive way. And what is scary is that it is not even what I would consider the biggest danger from hindsight bias. What is really scary is that it can make us overly critical of our own decisions and those of others, and that can damage our relationships and undermine our confidence. So how can we mitigate the effects of hindsight bias? By acknowledging that we cannot predict the future with certainty. We need to acknowledge that we made decisions based on the best information that was available to us at that time. By adopting a more flexible and forgiving mindset, we can learn from our past mistakes and make better decisions in the future. We can also revisit our past, but when we do so, it's critical that we do so with honesty. Be honest with yourself and ask, 
Is there anything else I could have done differently with the information I had at that time? I can almost guarantee you that your answer will most likely be no. What's important to focus in on and hone in on then is the lesson. Experience is more important than being right. Number two, look at where you are now. When we dwell on past regrets, we become stuck on negative emotions. And when this happens, it becomes very difficult for us to move forward. However, when we take a step back and look at where we are, we gain a more objective and realistic perspective on our lives and the opportunities available to us. Research has shown that focusing on the present moment, otherwise known as mindfulness, can lead to numerous mental health benefits, things like reduced stress and anxiety and improved well-being and increased emotional regulation. By shifting our focus from our past regrets to the present moment, we cultivate a sense of gratitude and appreciation, specifically for what we have in our lives, rather than dwelling on what we don't have. Looking at where we are now also helps us to set realistic and attainable goals for the future. By taking stock of our current situation and resources, we're able to identify areas where we can grow and make positive changes in our lives. And this can help us move forward with a sense of purpose and direction rather than feeling lost or stuck in the past, which we'll dive into a little deeper later. So remind yourself that you are better and stronger than you were. The past was not a loss. It was a stepping stone to your present and to your future. Number three, admit the radical truth. We're all students of life, but in order to fully commit to the role of student, we need to admit the radical truth. So what is the radical truth? Well, the radical truth is that regrets are an utter waste of time. And this is because they do not change the past and they do not help us create a better past. And take it from me, I know from experience, I have delved into this a lot in my own life where I have visited the past with regret and it doesn't change anything. Focusing on regrets can be detrimental to our mental health because it lights the fuel for feelings of anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem. So how can we avoid this trap? Instead of focusing on regrets, focus on the present moment. Now, surely this is easier said than done. So how do we do this specifically? By taking steps today that will lead to a better future. This means accepting responsibility for our past decisions, learning from our mistakes, and using that gained knowledge to make better decisions in the future. Now, what's critical as we navigate this responsibility is also to practice self-compassion. And this is a fine balance. This means treating ourselves with kindness and understanding, recognizing that we are all imperfect and that mistakes are a natural part of the learning process. If there were no mistakes, there would be no lessons. And if there were no lessons, there would be no growth. When we experience regret, the natural course of action is to often blame ourselves. And this leads us to dwelling on what we could have done differently. And this acts as a Petri dish to breed self-criticism. However, self-compassion offers a different approach. This different approach involves recognizing that making mistakes and the natural urge and instinct of experiencing regret is a normal part of being a human being. And rather than beating ourselves up over our regrets, self-compassion encourages us to offer ourselves the same kind of support and encouragement that we would offer to a friend in a similar situation. This means acknowledging our regrets with kindness and understanding rather than harsh judgment. It also means recognizing that we are not alone in our experiences because many, many others have faced similar challenges and regrets in their own lives.
Self-compassion helps us move past our regrets because it shifts our focus away from self-blame towards self-care. Number four, never believe anything without questions. When we accept things at face value without questioning them, we become more susceptible to bias, misunderstanding, and false beliefs. If we merely accept our regrets without questioning them, we become more likely to ruminate on them and feel stuck in the past. And it's this, this quicksand that negatively impacts our mental health and well-being. By questioning our regrets, we can gain a more nuanced understanding of the situation. This includes things like what factors influenced our decisions and how might we face similar situations in the future. Questioning our regrets also allows us to challenge our assumptions and beliefs, which is critical and beneficial for personal growth and development. For example, if we regret not pursuing a particular career path, for example, uh, questioning that regret can help us explore whether that path would have truly made us happy or if we're simply idolizing it in hindsight. Research has shown that a questioning mindset, also known as critical thinking, can lead to better decision-making, problem-solving, and cognitive flexibility. By questioning our own beliefs and assumptions, we avoid the pitfalls of cognitive bias and we develop more accurate and nuanced perspectives. So ask yourself, is there another perspective? Is this the best way there is? Most problems are a result of people believing in comfortable lies. Number five, think about how your future might turn out. Regret anchors us to the past. And one way we can break that anchor is to think about the future. Think about the thinking about the future provides us with a, a sense of direction and purpose. When we think about where we want to be in the future, we create goals and aspirations, and these help us move forward. And it's this forward momentum that helps us let go of the past and the regrets that we have about it. Now, beyond this, considering the future also helps us to reframe our past experiences in a more positive light, because when we focus on the future, we see how our uh, past choices and experiences have brought us to where we are today. And it's this shift in perspective that we can use as leverage to reframe our regrets as learning experiences that have helped us grow and develop as individuals. So ask yourself from the lessons I've learned, how can I make my future better? Now, there is also another added benefit to this attention on the future, and that is optimism. A toxic byproduct of regret is normally negativity, and we can evaporate this negativity by adopting a more positive outlook on life. And we achieve this optimism by focusing more on the future, because when we focus on the future, we can envision a positive outcome, and more importantly, we can make plans to work toward making that a reality. And it's this positive outlook that can help us to let go of those negative emotions and to promote feelings of hope and optimism. So from the question we just asked ourselves earlier, follow, follow up by outlining the steps that you will take, then go and execute. Action beats worry and doubt every time. Number six, lower your expectations on the outcomes of your actions. When we have high expectations for outcomes, uh, for the outcomes of our actions, we are more likely to experience disappointment and regret if our expectations are not met. Now, sure, in some cases, having high expectations can be beneficial in helping to motivate, motivate us and strive to do our very best. However, when our expectations are unrealistic or unattainable, 
they can lead to things like unnecessary stress, anxiety, and disappointment. Research shows that individuals who have lower expectations for the outcomes of their actions have better mental health outcomes and experience less negative effects than those that have uh, higher expectations. Lowering our expectations can help us to develop a more realistic perspective on the world and ourselves, because when we have higher expectations, we are more likely to engage in black and white thinking. And this means that we overlook the complexities and nuances of a situation. By adopting a more flexible and uh, open-minded perspective, we can better appreciate our success and learn from our, our failures. Remember, the more we expect, the less we receive. What we, what we regret most is what, we, is what didn't go according to plan. However, you get experience when what you expect doesn't happen. So that's all I got today. I hope you enjoyed the uh, content today. Appreciate you coming to the One Small Thing Wellness Podcast, and I hope to see you again real soon.